Hello, 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 and welcome to Zippity Doo Disney, the podcast where we help you make the most of your Disney vacation using tips from experienced people just like you. So sit tight and let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 17 of Zippity Doo Disney. I'm your host, Eric Frenchman, and this episode is titled Corona Dining. During our 2020 Disney World trip. That's right. We're going to review how I'm planning our Disney dining reservations for our December 28th through January 4th, 2020-21 trip. Here's how this episode is going to roll. First, we're going to go through a live booking on January 3rd. For our Disney dining. So you could get an idea of how I'm approaching it. What's available. And what are some of the pitfalls that I'm seeing. When I'm trying to planning out. Our Disney dining reservations. Then we're going to go back. And we're going to review the entire trip. To see what I booked. And when. And what my thinking is on it. And then we'll look at all the dining reservations. I made for the entire trip. And finally, I'll wrap up with some observations of what it's like nowadays to book and what kind of expectations you should have when you're going on a trip while Disney's under these COVID restrictions. And that's going to that's gonna be how this episode is going to roll. Sit back. Thanks for listening. And let's go on that ride. All right. This is going to be exciting for me because I'm actually going live. I don't have a script written out. I might even say some dumb things. So be gentle on the reviews. Be gentle when you're listening because I'm actually just going to go. It's all hot take. I'm logging in. We're going to take a look at what the dining reservations look like. So I'm not using the app. I actually do believe that the app is the best place you should go to the Disney My Experience app for booking your reservations, just that I have to be in front of my uh, laptop when I'm making these recordings is actually easier. So logging into my Disney experience, really easy. Got the password already. Come on there, fingerprint. There we go. I already got the password saved and it's logging me right into my Disney experience and it's loading up my plans. Of course, at the top, you're getting this big, important warning message about COVID-19 Uh, You should read that if you haven't already gone through it. And right now, I'm going to go look at January 3rd. Disney does a great job of listing out all your plans for the day. And if we scroll down to January 3rd on that day, so that's Monday, oh, Sunday, January 3rd, I booked the five of us. That's myself, my girlfriend, Lisa, my kids, uh, Jacob and Kayla. And Jacob's girlfriend, Lindsay, we're all the five of us on January 3rd are going to be at the Animal Kingdom. Now, first thing you need to realize, the Animal Kingdom is only open on that date from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. There are no longer um, any magic hours. So and and this is to me is a reduced uh, time for the park. 9 a.m. park opening. It's not going to be a problem. We'll get there early, probably hit the Starbucks. Maybe just gut it out with some coffee and donuts. But anyway, the 5 o'clock park closing is actually a little bit of an issue. Uh, That's the only day the five, all five of us are going to be at the Animal Kingdom. Um, The kids love it. I love it. It's one of our favorite parks. But 9 to 5 plus waiting without fast passes, 
Believe it or not, that sounds like a lot of time. You throw in some lunch and crisscrossing some of the parks. That's actually not a lot of time. Um, so let's go and try and book Disney dining for that day. Um, so I have two thoughts on that. The first thought is, well, it might be okay to add in a lunch. We do have a favorite there, the Yak and Ready, Yeti, Yak and Ready. Sorry, hot take. Yak and Yeti restaurant. Um, but it, again, it might be a little tough to squeeze in a sit-down meal for lunch. You're going to lose at least 90 minutes, if not two hours on that. Um, but let's take a look at what lunch looks like. So let me go and set it like to one o'clock, maybe 1230. Let's do 1230. Search five search times. Okay, so here's what's available. I did not limit it. And that's one of the things you need to know is you can't go into another park. So if Animal Kingdom is your park for the day, you can't park hop to Epcot for dinner. You have to keep that in mind. Um, right out of the gate, 101 restaurants have no availability, um, which is pretty tough. Um, as I'm scrolling right now, well, this is terrible, actually. I don't see anything for lunch um, at 5 o'clock. I mean, at uh, 11.30. Oh, there we go. I had to hit refresh. Chef Mickey's is available at noon, but we're not going to leave the park, go back to our hotel at Bay Lake Tower and come back. We're not going to do that. Grand Floridian, again, cafe, same kind of thing. Um, House of Blues, Kona Cafe. Again, we're not leaving a park. So let's just take a look at what's available in the park. Wait a second. There's nothing available. Nothing for lunch. No sit-down dining. Yak and Yeti, as I mentioned, one of our classics. There are no available times for lunch. And we are literally 60 days out. You'd think there would be something available. Tiffin's, one of their fine signature dining, that's not available for five people. Um, to give you an idea, let's make believe that you're only booking for two people. So let me let me put in um, just two, search the times. Um, obviously, this doesn't work for us, but I wanted to give you an idea on what's available, even if you had a party of two. And guess what? Yak and Yeti is, it is available for a party of two. That's good news. So I guess they don't have any room for a party of five, and so is Tiffin's. So that's not bad. But for lunch, for a party of five, at the Animal Kingdom on January 3rd, that's no good. We can't book anything. So now let's try dinner. Now here's where it gets a little complicated. Keep in mind that the Animal Kingdom closes at 5 o'clock. So where are you going? Um, you could try and put in a dinner risk. Let's, let's start with seven, party of five. You could maybe eat at Yak and Yeti if it's available or Tiffin's um, if there's something close to the park closing. But what are you going to do if, if the park closes? It, it, there's not a lot of availability and a five o'clock is an early dinner for us. We, we don't, sometimes I don't even, I don't even have dinner at five o'clock. I got to go to the supermarket and get food at like six, just figure out what I'm cooking. Um, so then the other problem you run into is if the animal kingdom kingdom closes at five and your dinner reservations at say seven or seven 30, where are you going? What are you doing? Are you going back to your hotel? Are you going to go to Disney Springs, which doesn't sound like a bad idea to me, which is probably what we'll end up doing. But there's definitely some things to think about um, when the park closes early and you're trying to plan a seven o'clock dinner. 
So I put in for a party of five. I'm going to click quickly read through what's available. Uh, 50 Primetimes Cafe, can't go there. Um, again, that's at the Hollywood Studios. We can't go in there. Same thing with Beer Guest, Beer Garden. Basically, all the Epcot dining that you would do for dinner is not available unless Epcot is your park that day. So you can just cross off. I'm not even going to read them all. You can just cross off all the Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot dining reservations because you can't get into those parks. So let's take quickly look and see if Yak and Yeti is available for dinner on January 3rd, and it's not. Let's see if Tiffin's is available. It doesn't seem to be, but I did put in seven. Let's put in five just for giggles to see if Yak and Yeti is available um, at that time. And for the two of us, for the five of us, sorry. Again, hot take. Don't get mad at me. Tiffin's is available at 455. So if you wanted to have an early dinner reservation, you could. And also Yak and Yeti is available at 415. That's a little early for us for dinner, but you do have some options with that. Um, the only other idea I usually like to do is I like to bundle or, or book um, Animal Kingdom Lodge and Animal Kingdom on the same day. And we got some favorites at the Animal Kingdom. One's Boma. That's that beautiful, um, one of our one of the only buffets I recommend at Disney World. It's not available. It's closed because of COVID. So you can't use that. And the same thing of Jico. Their high-end signature dining in the Animal Kingdom. That's not available either. What is available is sauna. Um, I kind of lean towards doing that, except I don't want to eat dinner at 5 o'clock. So when I put in a 7 p.m. reservation, which is about as early as we're going to do dinner at Disney World, here's what we see. Um, sauna is available at 7.05. It's probably got some other times. It's available at 6.40 and 7.05, and that's great. But then I got to figure out, what am I going to do for those two hours? I, am I going to go back to my hotel at Bay Lake and then swing back over to Animal Kingdom Lodge, you can't, you got to take, you can't go hotel to hotel at Disney World. So I got to hop in a cab and go over there. Not sure it's worth it. Um, could I kill 90 minutes wandering around the Animal Kingdom Lodge? I guess I could, but I don't know. Does that sound fun to you? It doesn't. You're just sitting around waiting. I mean, Animal Kingdom Lodge is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Maybe we get a drink or something, but I don't know, 90 minutes Ninety minutes sitting around waiting sounds like a long time to me. Um, so we're probably, that's just not something we're going to end up doing. Well, maybe it is something I'm, we might end up doing. Uh, I, I kind of like the idea of booking the African dining with the Animal Kingdom. But to be honest, I really got to run that through the rest of the family, uh, specifically uh, Lisa. So... Where can we actually eat when you exclude all the other uh, park dining places? Well, for dinner, as I'm scrolling, I'm going through this list. I got the, Calif the Grand Floridian Cafe. Probably not. Uh, not, not there, there's, a, there's a whole host of uh, dinner reservations available in downtown Disney or Disney Springs, but I'll take care of that in another part of this uh, podcast. Kona Cafe, no, that's not going to be for dinner. Darkosi, I already booked that for Lisa and I, so that's out. Um, 
the um let me keep going i'm scrolling scrolling topolino's again i already booked that for lisa and i um before the kids arrive the wave that's in our hotel whispering canyon cafe there's really not that much so to end this um podcast i am going to take the uh, a dinner booking at sauna i'm going to take the 705 um, I'm actually going to look for a, a slightly later reservation. Um, maybe I could get one at 7.30. Let me see. Let me see if there's a 7.30 one. That would be the best. That'll give us some time to go back and forth. 7.15. So I'm going to book that one and talk it over with the family. And then we're going to come back with the rest of the podcast. So I'm taking a break. Be right back. Shockingly, I just went and I listened to that whole hot take, and I actually did pretty good. I'm impressed with myself. I didn't think I could pull it off. Wow. All right, so let's take a look at how I planned our end of Disney, or end of December, Disney trip. Lisa and I fly in on Monday, December 28th. One of the things you have to realize is, as I mentioned in the last podcast, Disney's no longer getting your bag, so you have to figure out you have to figure out some time you got to get your bags and then you got to get them most likely back to your hotel i mean you could take the magical express if you want we'll probably just take a cab and check in at bay lake tower so that first day when we go to disney world i got a pass for epcot the logic behind that is well we'll fly in we'll probably get to epcot sometime in the late afternoon we could then go ahead and have lunch walk around, you know, you end up waiting on some more rides because there's no fast pass anymore. Keep that in mind. You got to leave yourself a little more time because you're going to be waiting for um, rides more so than ever before. The thing you want to keep in mind is you want to minimize the amount of cross crisscrossing across the park that you're going to doing. You're going to be doing. So if you head towards soaring, you got to decide, are you going to go up to Epcot on the right side? Or are you going to cross back over to Mission Space and maybe go up on the left side? you got to keep that in mind because you're going to do a lot more walking than ever before. Because, again, you don't have the fast passes all neatly arranged for you so you can figure out where you're going. That first night, I booked a dining reservation at Wine Bar George, which is this awesome, um, I, calling it a bar is just, I don't know, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's the, like the fanciest bar ever. It's got like a million bottles of wine that you could try by the glass. The food's really good. You know, it's. It, I wouldn't exactly say you're going there for like this big glamorous like meal. But, you know, you're going to be sampling different foods and you're going to be enjoying the wine. So that's where we booked our first dining reservation. And I did not do it through the Disney My Experience app. I booked it on Open Table because here's a hint. You don't need to book through the My, Disney's My Experience app if you're dining at any of the restaurants in Disney Springs. Day two is our rise at the Resistance Day. So we're heading over to Hollywood Studios. The good news is, since I started doing this recording, recording, Disney made some changes. So now you could try and get onto rise of the resistance from your hotel room at 7 a.m. You don't have to be there anymore at the crack of dawn to wait just to cross through the turnstiles to get your app ready. You could do it from the comfort of your own bedroom. Woo! That's awesome. 
Anyway, so we're going to be at Hollywood Studios. We're probably going to be there the whole day. Um, the time, it's between 9 a.m. and 8 p.m. Yes, Lisa, you're going to be getting there at the park opening. So we can at least try and get on Mickey and Minnie's runaway train. Uh, dinner that night, I booked it at Narcosis, which is at the Grand Floridian Hotel. Got an 8 o'clock reservation. Um, that gives us plenty of time to go back from Hollywood Studios if she gets a little bored, which sometimes we do. And especially if there's long lines, you know, we end up going back to the pool and hanging out. Wednesday, December 30th is Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom that day is between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. One other thing you noticed I didn't point out before, but I didn't mention it says no more um, Disney magic hours. So keep that in mind also. Um, that night, oh, well, anyway, so that's 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. We're going to have a blast. We love the Animal Kingdom. Lisa's been watching the programming on Disney+. Plus. We're doing all these behind-the-scenes things with the animals at the Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it's, I forget the name of the show. It's pretty good. Anyway, um, that night, we're eating dinner at Topolino's. Uh, believe it or not, she wanted to take a pass this year on the California Grill, and she wanted to go back to Topolino's, which is at the Riviera. I've already did a review on that. I'll post it in the notes about uh, which episode. So we got a 7.50 p.m. reservation. Again, gives us plenty of time to get back from the Animal Kingdom, go to our hotel room, get changed, maybe go take a swim if we want, or just shower and then get ready for dinner. So that's at 7.50. December 31st historically has been our Max Out Magic Kingdom Day because we're there from the crack of dawn till midnight, except this year. Uh, Magic, the Magic Kingdom closes at 7 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Kind of a bummer. There are no fireworks. Again, another bummer. So uh, we'll probably get there early, do our Magic Kingdom day as we normally do. And instead of trying to make a dinner reservation at one of the hotels, Lisa said, hey, it'll probably be a lot more fun if we do dinner at Disney Springs. Probably need more people around. Maybe it's a little more exciting. So I gave in. Not that it was hard, and we're eating at Maria's and Enzo's, which is at Disney Springs, another Italian restaurant. Uh, we did eat at Enzo's Hideaway when we did our No Kids uh, Disney vacation back in the fall of 2019. Wow, that seems like a long time ago. Uh, but uh, so then so that's where we're going to be celebrating New Year's Eve in Disney Springs with an 8 p.m. dinner reservation. And then we roll around to January 1st. Besides being a new year, and thank God it's over, the kitties arrive from New Jersey. Yay! I finally convinced them to go to Disney World together as a group. I was a little smart about it. I extended the trip to January 4th because my birthday's only a couple days later, and they couldn't resist their old father. So the kids fly in on January 1st. That's Jacob, Kayla, and Lindsay. And we're going to go to Epcot. We're basically going to repeat the same schedule. Except Epcot on January 1st is open from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. So that means we get to sleep in. The kids arrive. Maybe, we'll, again, we'll hit Soaring, some of our other rides, do the whole walking around the countries bit. And that night, we are eating early, 6.45, an old favorite of ours, the San Angel Inn in Mexico. We always The, the food has gotten a lot better. Um, we At one point, we thought it was great. Then it went a little downhill. But we've been eating there the last couple of years and had a blast. We love the pyramids, love the whole vibe. So that's where we're going to be on January 1st. January 2nd, similar to how Lisa and I did it, it's our second 
Rise and Resistance Day at Hollywood Studios. The boy has never been to Hollywood Studios since they remodeled it for Star Wars Land. So I know he's going to be excited for that. Um, Hollywood Studios opens to be 10 a.m. and 7. Of course, we're going to do the whole gig, trying to get on Rise of Resistance, and then get there at the park opening. I did make a 235 reservation at Ogus Cantina. Um, I don't, I mean, for me, I don't really need to go on it. Go in there, go in there twice is fine. But again, the boy hasn't seen it. Let's do the whole Star Wars thing. Get some drinks, get some early cocktails. What's wrong with that? And then once again, reading out a family favorite which would be the Hollywood Brown Derby. Uh, we got a 6.40 p.m. reservation, so that'll be a nice ending to Hollywood Studios. Then January 3rd, Animal Kingdom. Uh, again, everybody's going to be super excited. Everybody loves the Animal Kingdom. And you remember all that work I put into trying to book a dining reservation at the Animal Kingdom Lodge? didn't really need it because January 3rd we're celebrating my birthday we're going to a favorite of mine we're going to Morimoto Asia that's at Disney Springs we have a 7.30pm reservation sign me up I'm getting the I'm getting that Peking duck I think it's the greatest around getting some sake gonna get a sake sampler probably maybe some sushi we love that I don't remember what the name is I don't have the, the, the menu in front of me but there's this like Asian fried chicken entree, which is out of this world, delicious. Dumplings, the whole works. It's going to be a blast. Looking forward to January 3rd. And then January 4th, sadly, is checkout day. And we're going to the Magic Kingdom to finish out our day. I have no dining reservations made. Um, uh, Magic Kingdom is open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. I didn't really want to take out time for a sit-down meal at the Magic Kingdom that day because I think it would just take 90 minutes to two hours out of her day. And I don't really have that much time. You know, for for dining, if I was going to make a reservation, I would not do Beauty and the Beast. It's their dinner menu. I'm not impressed with it. It's $60 per person. Again, not impressed with that. I would do the Liberty Tree Tavern. Love that meal. It's like Thanksgiving every single day. Who doesn't want that? But again, not doing it because I don't remember what our flight is, but I don't want to take two hours out of our day um, in, in, in the Magic Kingdom doing a sit-down uh, dining. After booking all of our meals and booking our park reservations, I have to be blunt. I think if you're not an dis experienced Disney vacationer, I'd wait. I think you're missing out on way too much, and it's still an expensive vacation. There's reduced restaurants. It's not the same amount of restaurants that we're used to booking. Even it looks to me like some of the menus at the restaurants that are open are reduced. There's no fireworks. There's no fast passes. Uh, so without the fast passes, even with lighter park capacity, you're still going to be waiting. There's no Magical Express I mean, yeah, there's the Magic Express, you get the bus, but they're not taking your bags. That was a lot of fun. Saved a lot of time. The parks are closing early. They're not opening early. A lot of the events up close with rhinos, like, for example, a lot of these tours, they're not available to you. They're not doing the big parades anymore. I just think, in general, it's a lot of money. I'm looking forward to it. The kids are looking forward to it. You know, but we're at that age now where, yeah, we do a parade. Yeah, like we did love 
Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Probably do it again because it was a blast. But again, it's there's just certain things that if you're not you're not going and you've had these memories built up over the years, I'd wait. I'd wait until the vaccine gets out there. I'd, I'd just wait as long as you can so when things will get a little bit more back to normal at Disney World, you should go. But right now, I'd just wait. Unless you like us, we go a couple times a year and, and we're going to have a blast. And that's it. And that's a wrap on episode 17 of Zippity-Doo-Dot-Disney. We talked about all the dining for our new trip. I gave you just gave you my tips and my honest opinion about what you should or shouldn't do when it comes to planning a Disney vacation underneath COVID restrictions. And then I did a hot take, which was super exciting for me about booking dining, and I took it through live. So hopefully you like that. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do for episode 18. I think I might go back to I keep saying I'm going to do something around kids, but other things keep popping up. But um, again, thanks for listening. And thanks for going on this ride.